Bismillah, alhamdulillah, wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillah. A few important points about the first juz of the Qur'an, which we are going to be reading tonight, and many of us may be tomorrow, a major theme, and that is the theme of guidance. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us that guidance is solely from Him. قُلْ إِنَّ الْهُدَى هُدَى اللَّهِ In the first juz, this first part of the Qur'an, we find the verse in Surah Al-Baqarah say that the guidance is only the guidance of Allah. And that's why Surah Al-Fatiha is called Al-Fatiha, which actually means, according to many, Maftuha. It's not the opener, it's what was opened for you. So every single time you and I engage Surah Al-Baqarah, we are reminded that Allah has favored us, brought us near to Him, opened a door for us to have a meaningful relationship with Him, because He has opened the door of guidance to us by looking, subhanAllah, at Surah Al-Fatiha. Allahu Akbar. The second important factor when we talk about guidance, and this is actually the theme of this part of the Qur'an, is knowledge, how we interpret it, and how we put it into practice. And that's why Surah Al-Fatiha begins in the first, the third person, praising Allah, recognizing Allah, and then switches to the first person. As if to say, after you know that Allah subhanahu wa is Rabb, after you know that Allah subhanahu wa is Allah, after you know that Allah subhanahu wa is Rabb, that He's Rahman, that He's Rahim, that He's Malik, now you have the right to admit, who are you, who am I? His ibad, na'budu, you alone worship, subhanAllah. And then what's the first thing that those people who know ask? Ihdina, guide us. They understand the importance of guidance. At the end of Surah Al-Fatiha, Allah subhanahu wa creates three types of people that we should pay attention to. Those who know and act on what they know, and amta'alayhim, those who know and don't act on what they know, مَغْضُوبِ alayhim, and those who are astray, الضَّالِي, they don't know and they try to act. And that's why in the beginning of Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala builds on these three types of people when He says, هُدَلِّ muttaqin. The Qur'an is a guidance for the people of taqwa, الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ Those who believe, some ulama, as mentioned by Al-Qadi Abu Bakr, say يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبِ they believe with the unseen means they believe with their, and this is the next point, sincerity, their heart. بِالْغَيْبْ أَيْ بِقُلُوبِهِمْ بِإِخْلَاصِهِمْ بِسِرِّهِمْ مَعَ اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلَ الَّذِينَ يُؤْمِنُونَ بِالْغَيْبْ are those who have affirmed this knowledge in their hearts and translated it into action. وَيُقِيمُونَ الصَّلَاةَ وَمِمَّا رَزَقْنَاهُمْ يُنْفِقُونَ then Allah talks about those people who don't believe here, nor do they believe with their actions, the kuffar. And the next are the hypocrites who do not believe here, but claim to believe here. So the first, the second, are the third, the hypocrites. Then the chapter continues, mashallah, Surah Al-Baqarah, in this first part of the Qur'an, and we find, subhanAllah, knowledge mentioned again. فَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا فَيَعْلَمُونَ أَنَّهُ الْحَقُّ مِنْ رَبِّهِمْ وَأَمَّا الَّذِينَ كَفَرُوا فَيَقُولُونَ مَاذَا أَرَادَ اللَّهُ بِهَذَا مَثَلًا Those who believe, they say, this is the truth from Allah. Those who disbelieve, they reject this. See, subhanAllah, this theme over and over and over and over and over again. We continue on our journey through the first juz, inshallah, we find that there are some other serious challenges to our dunya, uh, excuse, excuse me, to our iman and to our guidance, and that is a dunya. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala teaches us the danger of following unhealthy desires. Don't come close to this tree. 
Because if you do, you're going to be sinners. The next challenge to our guidance is shaitan. فَأَزَّلَهُمَ الشَّيْطَانُ عَنْهَا The chapter continues, Surah Al-Baqarah, in this part, the shaitan caused them to slip. The next challenge to the iman we find is a community that does not, does not have a strong, really, confidence in set of priorities. So it finds itself caught in secondary issues, unable to calibrate answers to the serious issues or even implement the serious issues. Allah mentions Sayyidina Musa saying to his people, Allah has commanded you to slaughter a cow. All they have to do is slaughter a cow, but they get caught up in secondary issues. All we have to do is be one ummah. All we have to do is unite as a community, but we're caught up. How many numbers of rakats of taraweeh? This, this, this fiqh issue, this side issue where there is allowable differences, we've turned them into major issues and we are incapable and unable to answer the major questions that the world needs answered today. Climate change, economic disparity, the racial problems, you name it. We're unable to address those issues and we simply follow others and their problems. We can't be independent even in calibrating our own answers to problems we recognize because we're so busy in the secondary issues like those people who followed Sayyidina Musa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala The next is related to what's popular. And just because something's popular doesn't necessarily make it right. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala notes how communities can be lost if they allow themselves to be influenced by unhealthy influencers. We find in the story of Sulaiman alayhi salatu salam, إِنَّمَا نَحْنُ فِتْنَةٌ فَلَا تَكْفُرْ Magic. And those people are told, we are a trial for you. Don't learn this knowledge. Don't acquire this. Unhealthy knowledge should not be acted on. SubhanAllah, the theme again. Don't acquire this knowledge. Because if you do, it's a fitna. It's a trial. But they went for what was popular and forgot the religious mandate that Allah had placed in their hearts. And that can happen to us as an ummah. If we get too caught up with what's popular around us and too lost and blinded by the shine of the world around us, we may forget the divine guidance and seeing through the light that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. We ask Allah ta'ala bil'afiyah. The next quality is imitating, and this is sort of tied into this theme, things which are unhealthy. Communities which are unhealthy in order to gain utility. Allah says to them, don't say ra'ina. Even though ra'ina is permissible, don't say it. Because, you know, this is a statement which was used by people to chastise the Messenger of Allah and his community. So don't say this. Say something else. Do not emulate everything. People who are not upon guidance are doing around you just because, again, it may be popular or it may be popping. Finally, as we finish this first part of the Quran, we return again to kind of the challenges of the dunya and the existential. We find Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions that Sayyidina Ibrahim is tested with trauma, tested with difficulty. And this is one of the greatest challenges to Iman, understanding why bad things happen. And remember when Ibrahim was tested by his Lord and he completed this test. In order to understand and, and, and do tafweed, to submit and surrender to the difficulties that Allah has placed 
on the menus of our life, this is the step towards being an Imam. وَجَعَلْنَا مِنْهُمْ أَئِمَّةً يَهْدُونَ بِأَمْرِنَا لَنَّا صَبَرُوا وَكَانُوا بِآيَاتِنَا يُقِينُونَ Allah says in Surah As-Sajdah that those people became A'imah means leaders, not like Imam in the mosque, meaning leaders for humanity. Leaders are those who are able to understand and appreciate and grapple with and acquire the nuance and balance in temperance that can only be taught through going through tests and trials. May Allah make it easy for us. And finally, our children, our offspring. These can be an incredible challenge to our guidance. أَمْ كُنْتُمُ الشُّهَدَى إِذْ حَدْرَ يَعْقُوبَ الْمَوْتِ Were you there when Ya'qub was dying and he said to his kids, مَا تَعْبُدُونَ مِنْ بَعْدِي What are you going to worship after me? So sometimes our children, إِنَّمَا أَزْوَاجُكُمْ وَأَوْلَادُكُمْ فِتْنَةً Your spouses and your kids can draw you away, can draw be a fitna for us if we allow them to take us away from guidance. So you can see there is a plethora of themes found in this first part of the Qur'an related to how we understand guidance and what can impact positively or negatively the guidance that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has placed uh, in our hearts. We ask Allah and Yazidna huda ya rabbal alameen. Barakallahu feekum insha'Allah. I'll try to do my best to do this as much as I can to give people, I know people are busy, people have a lot going on, to give you one theme to think about as you study this first part of the Qur'an and I hope you can engage and share with me. Where have you seen this theme in the part of the Qur'an that we're discussing? Barakallahu feekum wa jazakamullahu khayran wa sallallahu wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.